Welcome to A Seat at the Table, the Healthy Hartford Hub podcast. This episode features an interview with Shelby Williams, a Hartford area activist and organizer focused on equity and mobility issues in urban development and a member of the Community Action Task Force. The interview was conducted by Kevin Doyle and was written, edited, and produced by Angelica Gajewski, Lexi Swartz, and Indy Del Rocco. Hi everyone, my name is Indy. I'm a sophomore at Trinity College. I've been working closely with Lexi and Angelica, my fellow classmates, to spread awareness about the food injustice and insecurity in Hartford, Connecticut. I want to introduce you to the Healthy Hartford Hub Project, and for those who do not know, this organization is a group of local activists working towards implementing food resource reform. We'll be showcasing the perspective of Shelby Williams, a member of the Healthy Hartford Hub, with expertise in the areas of equity, mobility, and urban development. Shelby presents us with a wealth of expertise and first-hand knowledge about the lack of supermarkets and food accessibility in the city of Hartford. But first, Shelby is going to give us some background context about living in the north end of Hartford. Here, she will elaborate on the mission of the Healthy Hartford Hub Project. We were legislatively enacted you know, around 2018, and since then, we've become responsible and shared that responsibility of just creating ingenuity in our communities about how we want our neighborhoods revitalized, how we want infrastructure to be not a reactive response to a lot of racist policies or redevelopment projections that are not inclusive of the need and wants and desires about the quality of life that the North End of Hartford wants to experience. Shelby brings attention to the pertinent responsibility of enacting reform to pre-existing policies leading to food insecurity in the North End of Hartford. As Shelby discusses, finding the right organizations to work with are a critical part of the process. I would say that my work around food insecurity really came with, you know, not only having the lived experience of being a resident of Hartford, but being born out of Hartford, working with Hartford residents, and just day by day understanding that proposals for creating a, a sustainable and longevity and economic opportunistic food market with resources is, is difficult. It's difficult because we don't want it to come from an outside developer who's not connected to the ground. We also don't want grant monies or operational dollars to come into communities right, that are not designated in our responsibility to allocate. We should utilize the energy chairs, the community agencies already that have long developed strategies and approach to the public health issues that we experience. And we should uh, give them the autonomy to, to handle those monies and allocate the funds necessary to pick a neighborhood rent planner with residency requirements that understand that we are looking at a very multimodal approach to improving the lives of people that live there. And so we've, we've been following, for example, the Berkman Project. The Berkman Project is a multimodal development that's assessing the needs and wants of the Clay Arsenal area. They have also like brought it to our attention at the Hartford Healthy Hub to participate in their survey of these needs, wants, and desires as they intend to transform that area. When we do workshops about how we want the future to look for us, we're very concerned. We're very concerned because 
we see projections of a marketplace utopia, the very formula of gentrification we are trying to avoid. And so when we talk about TOD modal, multimodal, you know, transportation oriented, you know, food source security providing, you know, ways of redeveloping our areas, we, we fall short when it comes to having retention of plans, retention of monies that are allocated in our areas that give the people in that area the autonomy to do that work. The Bergman Project has helped envision a future that avoids gentrification, allowing members of the Healthy Hartford Hall Project to vocalize their own perspectives on how to transform the area. Next, Shelby is going to get into the creative process of how her team maximizes benefits to Hartford locals with each settle reform. When we, you know, try to like, you know, write on the boards about what our ideas and our opinions are, again, we're not seeing like what kind of two-way or one-way pedestrian lanes would be beneficial to us. We're not looking at how, you know, these systemic reasons why all of these food market projects continue to fail and have poor retention and luck in surviving in these areas is because they continue to try to bring ShopRite and different operators of food source and understand that there are inflated prices that cannot compete with our transportation issues. And I've experienced and lived this as being a, a resident of an asylum hill, okay, of having to drive all the way to New Park near West Harper or to Bluefield for our groceries and most of people have that issue because there's no bus stop that can make that walk any shorter. So there's so many multimodal issues that are happening, right? And it's just, it's just so, it would be so ignorant to just put food insecurity as a single issue, single interest resolution, right? We want to look at it from a multi-mode transportation, TOD, redevelopment, remodeling, and transformation of our living. Shelby goes on to explain the logistics of getting a grocery distributor to work with the Healthy Hartford Hub. At this point, any developer who would honor the community need and, and you know, want for a TOD-oriented development, right? That would ensure also a controller, which is basically a food service operator that's listed at a, at a specific status. They actually presented to us at the Hartford Healthy Hub Community Task Force a presentation of the different controller operators, which is basically food markets that exist within the market that would be most accessible for our community, right? And so when I'm looking at it as, you know, a black woman who has recently, you know, resided in Hartford, who continues to work and serve residents in Hartford, and especially with focus in, in the north end of Hartford, I see all of these different controllers and I see that favorability in what is preferred by the developer is not what is preferred by the community. They want to put a shop right we want a very sustainable, full-service grocers that will not cost as much and will benefit the, the community. Something of an operator similar to Whole Foods or Stop and Shop, right? Mm -hmm. Something that is sustainable because a lot of the transportation assessments that they do, all the data all shows that everybody is making their way to go to New Park, West Hartford or Bluefield for their groceries. 
and they've consistently had trial and error developments in that area where food operators below our preference always continue to fail, always continue to showcase a lack of profitability because no one wants to buy their food there. It's not good food, it's not good produce, you know? Those are the issues. That is the food insecurity issues. The fact that there's so many food deserts in Hartford and we have the transportation issue, right, of getting that. And we also have the multimodal issue, right, of not having a fully successful retaining, full of longevity and, and promise, right, full operator food service market. When asked about the ambitious and complex goals of the project, Shelby disclosed the program's goals to both combat food insecurity and promote local community business. So far, right now they're in the surveying process, right? And like I said, they are showcasing models of what they aspire will reflect what they have already documented community need via the survey. Shelby makes a point to express the nuances of surveying as a form of gathering information and feedback. This aids in providing a voice for everyone in the community, including non-English speakers and others who might be more difficult to reach and solicit their opinions. During the conversations we've discussed that there are outlier demographics that are not being contacted, but that is given the infrastructural challenges of trying to document that community need you know what I'm saying? In respect to also adhering to the need of having, you know, outreach strategy that would, you know, recognize Spanish speaking persons, abled and non-abled persons and people of different spectrums of living and an experience of clay arsenic. Along with challenges that touched every demographic throughout surveying, Shelby expressed further concerns regarding the geographical impact on quality of life, such as access to certain resources. Prospective redevelopment of these areas will, again, enhance and promote the quality of life for residents, that residents are encouraged to be business owners, that grants will promote affluent business residency of these demographics and that there's benefits to living here. There's been zoning enforced for years. So for example, the promise zone, the promise zone has been designated for these allocation of resources. That area is no different to what has been zoned to have those resources allocated. We're just looking for that retainer. Shelby recognizes the importance of grassroots when forming a strong community network building and engagement. She now will talk a little about how this motivates her projects and the implementation of it for the betterment of the community. The biggest factor in building community engagement is having a full grassroots and I would say multi-agency approach to um, implementing a, a, a very engaged from start to end, you know, of having a, a residency, you know, an active community planner to have monies allocated to NRC chairs and community advisory task force so they could administer the operations 
of these grants and they could create or at least be a prominent advisor in the development, inception, and construction of these revitalization projects. And I think with being consistent in the community engagement component is the most valuable thing. And to always remember to hire Black. As Shelby just discussed, there are a lot of moving parts in building community engagement. This is exactly why the work with the Healthy Hartford Hub has been successful thus far. But Shelby also notes other examples of this grassroots work that has assisted in promoting food security through Hartford. For example, I wanna shout out Phillips Health Ministry because they tackle that issue of food insecurity. And I wanna shout out um, Comoros Cultural Center because she's also taken the initiative and via that initiative to provide a food source for homeless individuals as well as low-income individuals and residents in the area that do need that extra help. And, you know, I just want to shout out agencies similar to them that continue to be a food source operator in a time of crises, in a time of pandemic. Looking forward, Shelby want to touch on the future of Hartford, specifically how the Healthy Hartford Hub Task Force works to tackle so many issues on a day-to-day -day basis. A bunch of huge, 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 huge developments are happening all simultaneously as the Hartford Healthy Hub Task Force is tackling one of many issues in, you know, one of them being food security, but also another revitalization projects, right? And so I would say that there's a lot to be expected and that it's just not going to be, okay, now we solved this issue, then this issue. It's not as methodical and yeah. it's not as, you know, goal in one single interest or goal, one goal interested, if that makes, if I'm explaining myself well, yeah. it's, it's multiple issues are being tackled at once via these development projects going on you know and so there's a there's a lot it's it's not just one thing after another to tackle there's so much going on multiple issues are being tackled at the same time shelby williams is just one piece of the puzzle in this fight to revitalize competent equity mobility and urban development policy and practices in the city of hartford she has been working towards reforming the lack of supermarkets and food accessibility in the north end of the city with other members on the community action task force and the healthy hartford hub project she and other task force members work tirelessly day in and day out to increase vital resources necessary for Hartford City residents to access in order to obtain adequate transportation, financial stability, and food accessibility necessary to survive, but as well as flourish with. Overall, it was a pleasure to experience Shelby Williams' story of how she is fighting to restore the community and how we as listeners and advocates can aid her in this fight. So for more information on Shelby's story and ways to support the Healthy Hartford Hub, please visit their Instagram and Facebook pages at Healthy Hartford Hub, or you can also email them at healthyhartfordhub at gmail.com. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast, and we hope that you take action soon.